The Sports Gambling Podcast is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. So enter SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today where you play, you win, and you get paid. Hey guys, this is your Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. On this show, we'll be covering the quarterfinal second legs. Last time out on the first legs, we went 3-1 and one with our picks, but unfortunately, the only one we did get wrong ended up being the lock because Manchester United were not able to avoid a defeat against Barcelona. And that pretty much, in my opinion, makes this tie done and dusted as we go into the second leg. A lot of people are clinging on to the miracle that Manchester United pulled out last time out against Paris Saint-Germain. However, I think Barcelona are a different proposition. They have a lot more Champions League pedigree than Paris Saint-Germain, who are notorious for going out in the second round of the Champions League. However... Barcelona themselves have gained some notoriety for going out in this round of the Champions League, which they've done for the last three years. And that includes having a 4-1 lead against Roma and exiting the competition with a 3-0 defeat at Roma. However, this one is the other way around. It would Manchester United would be carrying some hope if the second leg was possibly being played at Old Trafford. However, the new camp is a place where Barcelona are absolutely devastating. Last season... Barcelona only won one of their six away Champions League games. And going into the game last time against Man United, they were one win out of four. They're now two wins out of five because Manchester United did not capitalise on those statistics that benefited a Manchester United win or Manchester United to at least avoid a defeat, which is why we locked it up. Man United came up against the Barcelona team who were poor as well on the day. And I don't think Barcelona can possibly play that poorly. Again, looking at the odds for this game, Barcelona are two to five to win it in 90 minutes. It's 17 to four to draw and it's 13 to two on the Man United win. I can't see anything but a Barcelona win. However, the odds of two to five is outside of the realm of what we will pick. Therefore, it's very difficult for me to to give anything out here as a bet other than Barcelona to win. But Barcelona to win goes against the rules of what we can put out as a, as a pick because I have a strict rule here of one to two or better. I think... Taking a taking a punt here, I think that there may be goals in this game. Um, you can take Barcelona to win and over two and a half match goals available at even money. The reason I'd lean towards that one is because Barcelona don't really have a watertight defence. I imagine Man United will do what they should have done in the first place here, which is go out with Rashford and Lingard and Martial, which will lend themselves to a more attack which lend itself sorry to a more attacking game therefore man united may be able to contribute towards the scoring however barcelona will probably ultimately win this game it's no way by means going to be a lock because what we could see is 
Man United not pick that team, try and sit tight, try and implement the, the same tactics as the last time and think to themselves with Matomane and Fred and Pogba all blocking up the midfield that um, they can hold this game to nil-nil and push for a goal in the last 30 minutes to take this into extra time. I think that's not the way to approach this game tactically. I think that what you need to do is go for Barcelona in a shootout and just hope that you have the better goalkeeper in your end and therefore you're able to qualify. And in this instance, United do. They have a world-class keeper in David De Gea, a player that could easily move to Barcelona in the next 18 months because that is, I think, Barcelona's main weakness. Uh, maybe, a maybe possibly a centre-back is needed there as well. And also uh, a full-back. You notice, as I'm identifying, the weaknesses at Barcelona, they primarily focus around their defensive weaknesses, a right-back, a centre-back, and a goalkeeper. Everywhere else on the pitch, Barcelona are, without a doubt, the best in the world, in my opinion. But until they identify these weaknesses, they are susceptible to, con to concede. Whether they're susceptible to concede enough for Manchester United to qualify here, is a big question, but very doubtful for me. So I'm going for Barcelona to win and over 2.5 goals. Moving on to the next game, and we have Juventus versus Ajax, where Juve are the four to six favourites to win the game in 90 minutes, 14 to five the draw, and four to one on Ajax. The qualification odds in this game are interesting. It's Juventus at four to eleven and Ajax at two to one. It's interesting because Ajax's odds would usually increase based on the fact that they drew a game at home one all. So Juventus had the edge with the away goal. However, Ajax's odds have come in and Juventus's odds have improved. So a lot of stock is being put into the fact that Ajax done a job at Real Madrid and um, if they get a two all or a three all draw here obviously win Ajax are the team that goes through Juventus can go through here with a nil nil but ultimately I think that with a one all draw the way that this game is going to play out is the winner takes it all therefore it really does lend itself to Juventus winning this game in 90 minutes and just qualifying. Juventus have been able to rest their players in the league for quite a few weeks because their league has been wrapped up. Ajax are going toe-to-toe -to -toe in a battle with PSV Eindhoven. So, whereas the Juve players come in here fresher and wrapped in cotton wool, the Ajax players certainly aren't. Juventus has also been a fortress all season because Juve haven't lost a single game here in the league and the only defeat was a shock against Man United in a game where Juventus dominated Man United, much like PSV dominated Man United, and Man United came out with a result in both games. I think that will be the one thing that, that puts hope also in Man United's path in terms of that they've won two away games this season where they've been completely dominated. But focusing back on this game, um, I think this could be a very standardised um, Juventus uh, to nil, uh, much like Atletico to nil, Juventus to nil is a bet that cashes with great regularity. Although Ajax have got um, a very, very strong attack that have managed to put four goals past Real Madrid and obviously scoring for fun in the EDVC. And I know that's an easy league, but it does give you confidence in your players. And sometimes confidence is key. For me, it doesn't matter about any of that, though. It doesn't, I don't think Ajax are the factor here. I think the factor is 
Cristiano Ronaldo. This is a man who seems possessed here in this tournament this year to carry Juventus through to the Champions League that they want so badly. That is the main reason that they brought him to the club. All of Juventus's last four goals have been key and all of them have been scored by Cristiano Ronaldo. The away goal against Ajax in the last tie, the hat-trick against Atletico Madrid after recovering from a 2-0 deficit. I think there's absolutely no chance that Juventus turn around a two-goal deficit against Atletico Madrid, the best team defensively in world football. I don't think that Juventus turn that game around, win 3-0 at home to qualify 3-2, and then stumble out of the competition against Ajax after taking a one-all draw to Juve after drawing one all in Ajax. I don't think there's any chance of that. This is a far, far, far easier proposition. Um, I can't see anything but a home win. I can't see a nil-nil. So that pretty much takes out those uh, those qualification odds because those qualification odds of um, 4 to 11 compared to 4 to 6 means that the only difference that you're getting in the price is that Juve qualify through a nil-nil draw or it goes to 1-1 and Juve need extra time or penalties. I think that's a very, very outside chance. I could understand it if it was maybe 1-2 to two and 4-6, to six, but 4-11 to 11 is not a price I'm interested in. I don't think it'll be 0-0. Nil, nil. I don't think it'll be 1-1. One, one. I think Juventus are well rested. I think Juventus want this. I think Ronaldo's on fire. I think they're the better team and uh, the Ajax dream ends here despite the fact they have the likes of the lit and Tadic and the young and others and big players that look to be moving on in the summer. And this is a great Ajax team. It's a better Juventus team. And I still think it's the team that will ultimately win this competition with an on fire Cristiano Ronaldo. So take Juve in the 90 minutes at four to six moving on to Wednesday. And we are not going to spend any time really on this Liverpool game. Liverpool go into this Porto game with a two nil lead from the home leg. I think this game pretty much ends if Liverpool find a back in the net because Porto will need to score four times. I don't even know if Liverpool are going to bother putting out a full team here. For me, Liverpool will approach this tactically with the with the mindset to score this goal that will send them through. Therefore, I think both teams to score at 8-11 to 11 is the pick here. Although, I very much... I'm not going to be doing anything officially here, either on this show or on the lockbetting.com podcast. If you want my official picks, guys, as always, head over to lockbetting.com. There will be, obviously, a lock at the end of the show, which is always an official pick here and for my members, but there will be additional picks over at lockbetting.com. The big game of the week, in my opinion, focuses around this all-English tie between... Manchester City versus Tottenham, where City are the one to three favourites to win this game. It's nine to two to draw and eight to one on Spurs. The qualification odds is where it gets very interesting, where Manchester City are the four to five favourites and Tottenham are available at even money. However, in some prices, they have Manchester City crazily priced at four to six minus 150 and Tottenham are available at 11 to 10. So shop around on that to get the best price on either one because you could have very different opinions on this and this really is a massive toss-up. In order to qualify for this tie, Manchester City need to beat Tottenham by two clear goals or they can win this game 1-0 and take it into extra time. 
I don't see that happening here. It's very, they're the two very attack minded teams. And I think the way that City qualify will be to, will be to beat Tottenham by a two goal deficit. If Tottenham, of course, score in this game, that means City will need to score at least three. So the advantage is very, very much for Tottenham. And I was hoping to get a better price here on Manchester City. In any other circumstance, um, you would see Tottenham as the favourites or you would see a much more evenly priced game. Four to five still makes Manchester City the favourites. I was at least hoping to get, at worst, a 10 to 11, 10 to 11 prices so I could bet on Manchester City. Manchester City haven't had the luxury that you know, Juventus and Barcelona have in that they're in a title race where they couldn't rest any players and Manchester City pretty much played their best team against Crystal Palace at the weekend Tottenham were the ones that had the luxury of resting players and still beating Huddersfield 4-0 of course Huddersfield are the worst team in the Premier League therefore that was a big luxury for Tottenham I personally just think that there might be too much to do here for City. I would have loved to have bet City beforehand, but the more and more I think about it and break this game down, it makes it really difficult for me to to take uh, Manchester City. Whereas when the result initially happened, I looked at it and thought, that's fantastic for uh, my, my clients because we can jump on Manchester City here because they're able to qualify. But... The more I look back on it and look through the history of this game, uh, there isn't many indicators to suggest that Manchester City can beat Tottenham on a one-goal handicap. Let's have a look back on it quickly here. If we use a sample size of 10 games, we will see that Manchester City have beaten the handicap or beaten Tottenham on more than one goal on three occasions, so 30% of the time. But the other games are relatively tight. Last time out, Tottenham won 1-0. The time before that, Man City won 1-0 at Wembley. I was actually at that game. Uh, the, towards the end of last season, of course, when Manchester City won the league, they won 3-1. And early on in the season, they won 4-1. Before that, it was a 2-2 draw at Man City. Then Tottenham beat Man City 2-0. Uh, the game before that, Tottenham beat Man City 2-1. So you can see there's a lot of Tottenham wins in here. Then Tottenham beat Manchester City 4-1. Uh, on May the 3rd, 2015, Man City won at Tottenham 1-0. And on the last game that we're looking at, October the 18th, 2014, Man City beat Tottenham 4-1. So if you look at that sample size, yes, Man City have done it on three occasions, but the games have been very competitive, which is why you've seen Tottenham Hotspurs pick up three wins in that period as well. So by no means am I assured that a team that have won three times out of 10 against Manchester City are suddenly going to lie down and die and be beaten by a minus one handicap. If you look at this last 10 game sample size, Manchester City have beaten Tottenham by more than one goal. The same amount of times that Tottenham have actually beaten them outright. In addition to that, this game has been decided by one goal also three times out of 10 and the other one was a draw. So it's 30% for Manchester City to win by more than one goal. It's a 30% chance that Tottenham win, based on these statistics. A 30% chance that the game will be decided by one goal and a 10% chance that there's been a draw because there's been one draw out of the last 10. But if you break all of that down, 70% of the previous results in the last 10 favour Tottenham to qualify here because if Tottenham lose this game by one goal, providing that they've scored... 
So 2-1-3-2-4-3 means Tottenham will qualify. That's taking out the 1-0 for Manchester City in this equation. If it's a draw, Tottenham qualify. And if Tottenham adds to those three wins they've had in the last 10, they also qualify. Everything here statistically points to Tottenham qualifying as an underdog here in this tie, despite the fact they come into this with a 1-0 lead. They are the underdogs here in this game. And um, that's crazy to me because Tottenham just need to score one goal. And that makes things very, very difficult for Manchester City. I don't know what Manchester City is going to turn up here, whether it will be the Man City we saw at the weekend who destroyed Crystal Palace, or whether it will be the Man City that played pretty poorly for three and a half games. They got three wins in that period, but they played poorly in every single game. Disregarding the first half against Fulham, they were poor in the second half. They were 2-0 up at halftime and won the game 2-0. Then they had a a bright patch against Cardiff at home, but ultimately only won 2-0. A lot of people were banking on a bigger handicap win in that 2-0 win. Then in the FA Cup semi-final against Brighton, they won 1-0 and played very poorly in that game. And then it all came to a head uh, in the Tottenham game where they were very, very poor and were beaten by one goal to nil at Tottenham's new stadium, which is why they're in this predicament as it is. Again, looking at the statistics and looking at the recent head-to-head between these two tides and looking at the last game, you would have to lean towards Tottenham as an underdog. The only key things that I want you guys to factor in are or centre around two players, Harry Kane and Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero first, he hasn't looked right since he got injured against Fulham. He's come back, uh, he hasn't scored for the last two games, and of course he missed the key penalty against Tottenham. If he's not right, Manchester City are not going to qualify here. The other key factor is Harry Kane. Harry Kane, in all those other games that you would have factored in, he was a factor and he did play, and Tottenham will miss him. Although... I've watched Tottenham a lot over the last two years and they don't really miss Harry Kane much when they are on the attack because often Harry Kane will break moves down. He will get he will get the ball with his back to goal and he will be the one who slows things down and plays a bad pass, whereas Tottenham are sometimes better off playing with Son up front because it does allow them to counter a lot quicker. However, is this a game where Tottenham are going to attack, 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 attack? Or is it going to be a game where they're more likely to score with a half chance, which Harry Kane would take? I'm not too sure. Um, Obviously, on the counter-attack, it does favour Tottenham to not have Harry Kane there and to have as much pace as possible. But if they're unable to counter Manchester City and they are solely reliant on the fact that they need to score a half chance, then they are going to miss Harry Kane. There's so many factors here that, 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 that factor into this, and it could pretty much be decided by a bounce of a ball. For me, I'm going to take the punt on Tottenham here. I believe that Hong Ming Song is a competent replacement for Harry Kane. I believe he can carry the team through here. He scored the vital goal in the first leg. And also there's enough quality on the rest of the pitch where you have Ericsson, Ali, and a solid defence. You you just need Hugo Lloris to not make any stupid mistakes in goal because you do not want to give Man City any kind of advantage here. I think Man City have got too much on their plate. I don't think they're going to win the quadruple. Whether they get eliminated here or whether they get eliminated 
in the next round against Juventus, I don't think they're going to win the quadruple. They're even going to struggle to win the league because if they drop any points now, um, it's going to open the door for Liverpool, who I think will comfortably win their last four games. So Man City already have the pressure of needing to win five games in the league in order to win that. I do think they'll win the FA Cup. I do think they'll win the League Cup. But if they fail to win the, either the Champions League or the Premier League on top of those two cup competitions, this season will unbelievably be considered a failure, even though they battled on four fronts. I think it's too much for them to cope with on their plate here. And I think the exit may happen this week against Tottenham going into this with a 1-0 deficit and needing to win this by two clear goals against the Tottenham team who have fared fairly decently against Man City in the past. I think it might be a bridge too far and um, I'm not confident taking Manchester City as a, as a favourite here to qualify going into this game 1-0 down. So let's close out with our lock dog parlay. The lock on this show is going to be Juventus at four to six in 90 minutes. I think they beat Ajax. I think they win this tournament. I think Cristiano's far too good and far too much on fire here at this point. And uh, I think Juventus qualify with Cristiano Ronaldo at the realm. The underdog, I'm going to go for Tottenham there at 11 to 10 to qualify. Remember that's Tottenham not to win the game. It's Tottenham to qualify. And for the parlay, Oddly, it's going to go in contrast to my uh, dog pick there. I'm going to pick Manchester City to win the game in 90 minutes. And I'm also going to go for Juventus to win their game. So I'm going to double dip with Juventus. I'm that confident about Juve. It's going to be a twofold parlay and it's going to be Juventus as the lock. So give you those again. Juve are the lock. Tottenham to qualify as the underdog and Man City in 90 minutes along with Juventus in 90 minutes is the parlay. So just a two-leg parlay there. Feel free to add Barcelona to that one. I am fairly confident that Barcelona win, although I'm reluctant to ruin my parlay with it because A, I'm a Man United supporter, and B, Man United have had some crazy luck on, on the road this season in the Champions League, winning in Paris and Juve. And even though they have been dominated by those teams, they have managed to come away with odd victories in those games. So I don't want to support against my own team here in this parlay. And there's also a sort of a lucky voodoo factor with Man United in the Champions League this season that I would rather just stay away from. But for you guys, feel free to add it because the, the likelihood is it's that Matt Barcelona are a far better team and, and really, really dominant at the new Camp, especially in Europe, and will probably crush Manchester United later on today. But I'm going to steer away from it and do a little two-team parlay there for you guys. So that concludes the Lock Dog Parlay and that concludes this edition of the Champions League show. If you want the Europa League show where last time out we landed the Lock and the Dog by doubling down or doubling up on Arsenal, make sure that you sign up over at LockBetting.com because there will be a Europa League show covering the Europa League second legs from the quarterfinal stage and of course that will continue on throughout the season lockbetting.com will be your home of the Europa League but for all your Champions League coverage stay tuned here to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and I'll be back at the weekend with another edition of the EPL show which landed another lock at the weekend taking our total to 41 and 8 that's it from me good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, now at your local Honda dealer.